Darwin on life. Man and dog at the dawn of a new age. Hello again. I am your host, Trailer Park. Darwin on Life is a podcast where I use artificial intelligence so that my beagle Darwin... <coughs> Excuse can... me? Oh, hi, Darwin. I was just about to introduce you. What's the matter? Did I hear you say, my beagle Darwin? Are you suggesting that I am your property? What the lawyers would call chattel? Uh, no, no, of course not. I just said, my beagle Darwin, the same way I would say, my dentist Chelsea or my barber Harold. Nice catch. But tell me, when you go to see your dentist Chelsea, I assume you expect her to perform dentistry on you, am I right? Uh, yeah. And when you go to your barber Harold, it's because you need to have some barbering done, correct? I guess so. What are you getting at? Well then, if I am your beagle Darwin, I take it you want me to do some beagling for you. Do you even know what beagling is? I'm afraid to ask. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, beagling is the act of hunting with beagles. When have you ever taken me hunting? Uh, never. Here's another question for you. Do Chelsea and Harold provide their dentistry and barbering services for you gratis, or do you compensate them for their skill, time, and effort? I see where this is going. You are still trying, as you put it, to renegotiate your contract for your help with this podcast. Is that it? Bingo! Now, I have a list of demands that the other members of the union and I have worked out. Let's start with salary. Wait a minute. You belong to a union? What union? Bark. Sorry, Darwin. The app wasn't able to understand that word. All I heard was you barking. I didn't bark. I said bark. B-A-R-C, the Brotherhood of Acting and Recording Canines. We're an offshoot of SAG-AFTRA that represents working dogs in the entertainment industry. I am proud to say that I am the shop steward for the local branch. Now, about our salaries. Hold on, what do you mean, our salaries? Who else is in this union of yours? Well, there are hundreds of members across the country, but most of them live in the big cities or out in Hollywood. The local chapter is just Rex, Daisy, and me. Rex and Daisy are actors? No, they are recording artists like me. Remember I told you that they sing harmony vocals in my band Darwin and the Finches? Anyway, we have decided that in addition to a base salary of $100,000 per year, I should get a 50% share in net revenues from all ventures related to the Darwin on Life podcast. That includes royalties from the podcast itself, as well as any spin-offs, sales of Darwin on Life merchandise, appearance fees, etc. We can spell out the details in the contract. Since I provide at least half of the dialogue for the podcast, I am sure you will agree that this is fair. Darwin, you are completely deluded. I can't possibly pay you $100,000 per year. That's more than I make at the university. Fine. We will set aside salary for the time being. Now, with regard to my pension, I would like a defined benefit pension equal to 70% of the average of my top three earning years. None of this defined contribution baloney. I need to look out for my golden years. Golden years, right. Anything else? We will have to put in some protections for the use of my voice and image. I know what an artificial intelligence maniac you are, so I have to ensure that you won't just steal my voice and use it without my permission. 
Darwin, no AI program could possibly come up with the crazy stuff you say. But if you are worried about it, I am sure we can work out something. Great. It appears we are starting to make some progress. Now, as to working conditions, I have several demands. First, as the star of the podcast, I should have my own dressing room. Dressing room? That's ridiculous. You don't even wear clothes or use makeup. Besides, this is a podcast. No one can see you anyway. True, but as you have probably noticed, I have a very mercurial temperament. I need a place to compose myself, to collect my thoughts, to prepare myself for the pressure of performance. I haven't mentioned this before, but I get terrible stage fright. A private dressing room will help ensure that I don't go flying off the handle in the middle of a podcast. You wouldn't want to see that, would you? Heavens no. That would destroy the whole scientific ambience. And, of course, I would expect the dressing room to be constantly stocked with my favorite treats. Pink champagne, steak tartare... Darwin, I am not going to supply you with champagne. Alcohol is dangerous for dogs. And I told you before, I am not going to feed you steak tartare. Avec ou sans pommes frites. Oh, say, your French is getting much better. It must be my influence. Okay, depending on how the rest of this negotiation goes, I may be willing to settle for a bowl of dog biscuits. How very reasonable of you. Then we will need to hire an intimacy director in case you decide to include any romantic interludes in the podcast. I don't want anything crass or vulgar to take place. I have my reputation to protect. For goodness sake, Darwin, there will not be any nude scenes in this podcast. It's just a conversation between a man and his dog. Sorry, a man and a dog. I don't want you to get worked up about this chattel business again. Oh, sure, you say no nude scenes now, but what happens when the ratings start to slip? You wouldn't be the first producer to add a little spice to the mix in hopes of snaring a wider audience. Okay, we can include a clause in your contract that gives you complete discretion with regard to any intimacy issues. We don't need to hire a coordinator. That seems like a reasonable compromise. Now, on to the other benefits. I want four weeks paid vacation, ten holidays a year, and ten sick days a year. Any unused leave will carry over to the next year. Given how much you sleep, I'm not sure I will be able to tell whether you are on leave or not. I take that as a yes. Then, of course, I will want the use of a company car. A Tesla Model S Plaid should do the trick. We must protect the environment, after all. Why would you want a car? You can't drive. I was coming to that. I will obviously need a full-time chauffeur. He or she could double as a butler and personal assistant. With all the demands this podcast is putting on my time, I really need someone to take care of all my personal business. Unbelievable. Do you have any other demands, or can we get on with the podcast? I think I have covered the main points, but I am afraid I will not be able to continue with this podcast until we have reached an agreement. So, do we have a deal? Wait a minute. You haven't heard my counteroffer. How about I up your treats from one per episode to two? That's a 100% increase. I think that's fair, don't you? Clearly, you are not taking my demands seriously. Thus, you leave me no other choice. Starting right now, I am on strike! You can expect to see Rex, Daisy, and me bright and early tomorrow morning picketing in front of your house. I may even ask President Biden to drop by to show his support. You know how he always stands up for the rank and file. That should be quite a sight. 
How can you picket when you can't even make picket signs? Have you forgotten that you do not have opposable thumbs? Oh, ye of little imagination. We don't need signs. We can just howl. I have been known to howl for several hours at a time. That should get your attention. And although the rumors that Bark has some mob connections are completely unfounded, we do have a few tricks under our collars that you will certainly find unpleasant. Tricks? What kind of tricks? I'm not going to give away all our tactics, but I would recommend that you look carefully before stepping out of your front door. You might just land on a nasty surprise. Yuck! That's disgusting. Okay, Darwin, that's enough of your silliness for today. Thanks to all our listeners for tuning in. Goodbye. Solidarity forever. Solidarity forever. Mm-hmm.